I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip In Butter Program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. One or the other. I guess let's pot some more life. Welcome to the Dipped In Butter Program. Good morning, good evening, happy Tuesday, happy pod day, whatever day that might look like for you, whether that be Friday, or you might wait a whole seven to ten days before you listen to an old one of these. And that's all right, man. You can do whatever you want to do. We put these up there for you you to listen to them at your leisure. Uh, this is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. This is the number one bedroom TV podcast on the internet. <laughs> this is the number one Why Is Jerry Springer Still on TV podcast mm. on the internet. But across from me, that is my guy. That's your guy. That's Forever Young 89 on all the socials. That's Elmer Young around here. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue, uh, according to your cousin. We call him West with no T, but bestly, we call him Wesley, our motherfucking friend. What's going on, my guy? <laughs> you never cease to amaze me with the rhymes, fam. <laughs> That's for certain. And I've definitely um, spotted for the past few weeks that, that, that I thought that was Jerry Springer on the TV, but I just haven't had enough courage to ask. Um, and see what's been going on. But uh, not to digress too far here in the beginning, but my guy across from me with the hottest taste in the United States, that is Cat, a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catandcredits.com where you can dip into the cereal shit. Or, um, again, over on youtube.com slash dipped and butter program in case you want to make sure the voices match the profiles. Um, you can go over there and uh, check niggas' looks out over there. Um, this week, where we want to go, let's go all the invites.com slash dipped and butter program because sometimes it takes cats to send all the invites in order for this podcast oh, to man. take place. Um, but we make sure it happens in order to get this product out to you guys. Um, but um, most and more importantly, you can find my guy definitely here each and every Tuesday or whichever day um, is pod day in your life on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one is. My nigga and yours, what's popping? Do you, do you still got cable? You still have cable at all? Or are you no, like no, the, no, 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 no. a lot of the rest of the country that you just got like two or three streaming services and YouTube and that's enough for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite a few streaming services going on around here. I'm about to cut half of these shits out, though. You getting rid of some streams too? Yeah, fam. Are you are y'all heavy TV watchers over there? Like, do y'all watch programs pretty regularly? Or um, if it's something important, y'all gather around. Like, what's y'all's TV habits? As I don't day? I don't want to say heavy. Um, if there's something that comes on that, you know, we feel like the both of us would enjoy together, we'll definitely um watch it together. But like not that me and my wife's taste in TV is so different, but like she kind of you know is so different. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> different that you know she be watching what she want to watch, or like we be wanting to watch the same shit at different times, almost sort of kind of like really? she'll she'll be in an intervention bag and I'll be in a first forty eight bag, and then she'll be in a first forty eight bag. Now yeah, I'm with her. I don't like first forty eight. <laughs> I do, but then she might be in a first forty eight bag, and then. I might be in a 600 pound life bag. Like shit, you know, it just might happen on different accords. I like, wonder. nigga, I didn't, I don't even know if you are caught up or I don't know if we've ever had this conversation, but nigga, I just recently watched the past two seasons of Ozark and I haven't even started the the third or, you know, made it through yet. But like, she was already through that joint and like made it through. Hmm. And I think she's ready to watch three now too. So like, we might embark on three together, but. I, I've never seen a single episode of Ozark. I keep hearing it's good by. People that I trust, but the problem is I keep hearing it's good from people that I don't necessarily trust. <laughs> and then that makes me nervous. Like anybody that's listening to this that fucks with me and we are friends and trust me, we are friends. Uh, 
there's some of my friends that if they give me a suggestion musically or uh, watch it, Lee, mm. I'll rush straight to it. Like, for example, like the homie Reese, like if Reese hit us, hit me up in a text, like, hey, bro, you got to check this out. No matter how many times he sends me something that I don't like, <laughs> like it ain't like it's that many. But if he sends me a couple in a row that like oh, I wasn't really feeling that one, I'm going to always like put it on my list if right. he sends me something. You know what right. I mean? Because. There has been some times he sent me to some shit that's like, oh, nigga, that knocked my socks off. That was the one. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, but there's some people in the world, bro, and I fuck with them and they're cool people. But some people that I love, bro, like they'll send me some movies, suggestions and shit. And I'm just here to tell y'all, bro, anonymously, I'm never going to watch it, bro. Like some of y'all have no, y'all have no viewership points with me, man. And to I mean, me, I can understand that. I'm finicky about my TV, bro. Like, I'm real finicky about particularly shows and series. Like, if the show is in season one or season two and you're telling me how dope it is, just just hold on to it, bro, and then tell me again in four more years. Well, like, I cannot start a series and it be fire in the first season, and then it falls off by season two. And then now you got to come back to me. Yeah, bro. But it started good, though. Like, I, I don't have time for that. See, bro. for for me specifically, um, I tried to start watching Ozark, like, when it first came out. But, like, I couldn't get past the whole, like, 50-minute episode thing. I was like, yo. And then the first, the very first episode of Ozark, there's so much that happens, fam. It's almost kind of overwhelming. You'd be like, God. Damn, that was just like, one. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> hey, I watched. When you start a new series and they hit you real hard in the first no. episode, and then the credits roll, and you look like that was one of Jesus yeah, fucking like, Christ. You got it. It's a and like I appreciate it now. I guess that I'm farther in, but like it basically like plays on a lot of your like inferences. So you get to infer a lot of shit real quick, but what you're inferring is actually what's really happening. So it's not like you missed anything, but you almost kind of feel that way, like. Well, shit, like, I guess this is what's happening. <laughs> I guess what they're showing me is actually happening, and it's not like a, a misdirection mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, but I guess once I watched the first episode five times um, over, like, a year span, and I finally <laughs> made it through episode one and through the next and all the way through season two, like, I'm hooked. It actually gave me some, like, jaw-dropping, breath-holding moments as I watched this joint. Like, some shit that I just didn't expect to happen, like... Oh shit! Like so, it, it got me trapped at this point. So I'll make it back. But I, I can agree with that, and, and that's on brand for you too, fam. Because you don't argue music with everybody. Because I, I will not. You just argue can't. Music so like, everybody. I gotta. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta, you know, uh, compartmentalize your um, suggestions for my life because uh, your 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 bad average is not so great when I go back and you know. <laughs> but I'm gonna. But I'm yeah. gonna put it on the list. But I'm gonna put it on the list. If I don't respect the palate, man, I just can't. And, and it ain't that my time is just so precious, man. Like I'm not. I'm not that delusional that I think that my. Time Time is just so important that I just can't I can't be bothered to watch the movie that you're sending me. It ain't right. that. Like if I feel like your palate is not comparable to mine and we don't find enjoyment in the same things, then I'm just gonna make a whole lot of very heavy preconceived notions about what you're suggesting to me. Like mm-hmm. if I know you're like you really like shit like Woo featuring uh Jada Pinkett or like <laughs> You was really like tickled to death by uh uh what's the what's the Jamie Foxx movie uh Booty Call. If Booty Call is like in your top ten, 
I'm probably not going to like, we're not going to laugh at the same right, kind of check shit. This. It's not in my top 10, but it could potentially be a DVD in my book bag at any given time. Just because I have DVD it. And that's all I'm saying. That's, back, all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It could potentially be a DVD in my book bag on any given trip. But like, definitely not a top 10er. But like, there's moments in Booty Call that you would just have to love. But I can understand how like, but, if the, an, how? If an, but I can understand that over the years, if a nigga gave you a woo too wong fu and fucking uh, <laughs> too many. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, all right, bro. Like, uh, we like, got, right, we got, we got to hold too up. Too many of these yeah. weird titles. Yeah, we got to hold back. up. G. Okay, now I'm not. But see, and, I, and I'm not here to sway you at all, right? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. mad at you mm-hmm. for liking Booty Call. Yeah, but for the moments in Booty Call, this is just a personal preference thing for Cat. And I get you, and I agree with you. There are some moments in Booty Call that are all right, maybe even more than all right for sure. But do I want to sit down for an hour and a half to get to them two moments? Or can I just shit. recall them in my mind? Yeah, not if you got some other shit to do. Yeah, not if you got some other shit to do. You don't need to waste that 93 minutes. Right. And, I, and I'm, I'm a finicky watcher anyway. Like, you know, I agree with you a little bit ago about you saying your wife and you, y'all being y'all's, uh, <laughs> y'all's 48 and y'all's intervention bag. I like intervention too, mm-hmm. but I really only like the first 45 minutes. Like, once they go get clean, I usually start like turning it. <laughs> yeah, that's channel. not the fun part. I don't care about them getting clean. Like, I just want to see how low their rock bottom is. That's oh, the most yeah, entertaining yeah, yeah, part yeah. of intervention. I want to see what you're going to do for your drug of choice. Yeah, once like, take once me you, through all of that. Once you um get over, once you get past the part of discovering if they're going to actually stay for the intervention or walk yeah, the fuck out, that's right. really when the episode ends. Because like, as soon as they, they get on the plane, I'm starting already to look at my TV guy. Like, what else is popping? Yeah, all is of, there another one of these? All of your out? all of your episodes in the streaming services have 12 minutes remaining. It's like, fam, why don't you just finish your fucking episode? <laughs> why, why does all my shit got 12 minutes remaining? That's sick, bro. And that really say a lot about me. I'm really a sick puppy. <laughs> But that not only that, it, I didn't mean to get on the TV show tangent, <laughs> but here we are, right? Like, this is a real-life podcast. Me and my niggas just be talking. You know what TV show that me and my wife picked up? And I hate to – I really kind of hate even starting to say this because I never want to be Flavor of the Month podcast. Yeah. And unfortunately, this show just happens to be piping white hot right now. <laughs> but me and my wife watched it. We started episode one, season one, like, last week. And we are watching this show so fucking hard. Like, I have to stop her. Like, we're not watching no more tonight. Because if we get caught up and then, like, we're on pace with the show, I'm going to be mad. Like, I like to have a couple in the bank when I'm watching the show. I don't like to be on par with the show and on pace. And then now I got to wait until Wednesday before one comes on. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. Fam, Euphoria is so fucking good, bro. I'm not hip. I don't know anything about it. It's so fucking If y'all even watch five minutes of Intervention, I'm going to give it the cat stamp. If you don't like this, we'll take a whole week of the podcast <laughs> off. Like, let's just not record a whole week if you don't like this show. You for, I know a lot of people are talking about it, and I know it's the flavor of the month. And I, again, I get embarrassed being on topic on time. You know me and you, we like right. to be late. We old right. niggas, bro. The fact that we are on time with this show, and it's in season two, in the middle of season two, and everybody's hype about it, and it's really as good as advertised... Wes, this show is yeah. fucking phenomenal. Nah, I'm I'm not hit. But while we're on subject, um, I don't. What streaming service is that? Where, where is HBO. That That's HBO. HBO. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know, kind of a lot of dicks on, on uh, HBO. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, well, I guess this is all in like perfect timing. Did you get a chance to catch the uh, Genius 
um, doc. On I am even see this is this speaks to my consistency. I see it's on Netflix. And I see it's I a weekly show. This is why I want to ask. I'm waiting until they're all this there. This is why I want to ask I'm you. I'm literally going to me, wait until all three are me, there, and then I'm going to watch them in succession. Now, let me give you insight on why I think you could watch this in real okay, time. Please, please. But I'm going to like be on your side with this one because I'm thirsty for the other two. See, after I, I hate being thirsty. Fam, I am thirsty because the first oh, part the in which I assume the next two will follow like the same format, but the first part is like two hours long, fam. Like, yeah, See, dog. I want to watch it over it's a long whole, weekend or something, man. You're going to have to spend your whole, but like, and because I know you and your fandom, bro, you're going to love this. If you've not I watched a I minute am. of, I know I'm a lush. Let me, it, let bro. me just say, because, and I, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't already, but like this, this is probably one of the most beautiful things I've seen that somebody was literally following Kanye around from the time for that the he was a, for the whole f- fam. This nigga's first instance of recording Kanye is at a bad boy party or a mace party in 98, fam. You know what I love about this, too? And I, I don't want to cut you off because I want you to really go deep on this. But I remember hearing Kanye say himself years ago <clears throat> that he has somebody recording everything around him fam. at all times. And he's like, I can't let y'all have this, though, because this is going to be me, and this is going to be my shit, and yeah. I'm going to sell it. And I remember him saying that years ago and being like, all right, fam, bro, like nobody really records everything. No, fam. But it seems like he got everything. But like, it, it's it's almost like a, it's, it's literally like a, it is amazing to see this shit wow. from back then, bro, to like know what a nigga went through. But then like, because of how like much he's in the media right now, fam, the shit that he's saying then matches the exact same, same shit that same. he's saying right now and it's uh, it's eerie it's very very mm. eerie because like the one scene that they show from his uh mtv you hear first joining he go like i you know he talk about how like he got big plans he like fam he like and if i if i do what i plan on doing like niggas is gonna look back and be like you remember when that nigga just used to make beats for everybody like mm-hmm. and that's I'm sure it's niggas who's looking at him like that right now. Like, damn, this nigga only used to make beats for everybody. Or like getting to see footage of him going in Rockefeller and playing his music, and these niggas really just like brush, like brushing this nigga okay, off. I like, like, bro, hard. just get some Jolly Ranchers out the dish off my desk and move the fuck around. But they really like, and not that, not that they like dogged him because I right. think they appreciated him. But for it wasn't who he his was. time, right? It like wasn't his, his character, time, fam, and no, the, like, the kind of guy Kanye was, it wasn't the moment. It was big shirt time. It was big pants time. Dog. It was throwback jersey time. It, it was is, New York drug dealer rap time. It, it wasn't is his nuts. time yet. It is nuts to listen to basically what we know is the final product of Jesus Walks and All Falls Down before he gets signed to Rockefeller. And some of the most amazing shit we've ever heard them people just... On the phone, filling out papers, <laughs> like filling out paperwork while he playing that shit. Like how he's could you playing not it know and how rapping in shit. front of them and like or like you get to see the scene where he plays Jesus Walks for Scarface and he wants Scarface to get on it and Scarface never gets on it. Like And Scarface made the fix. And Scarface you, made you the get fix. To see, but like you get to see like he raps family business to Scarface and Scarface oh. tells that nigga incredible. He said he tells Kanye incredible. to his face incredible like the shit is nuts to watch dog so, like i can't wait for you to watch it and, I, and i'm telling you if you want to cheat dog because the, the new ones drop on wednesdays if you want to cheat watch them on tuesdays bro i don't know but like i can't wait for you <laughs> to watch it so i can hear on. your take on it because we're gonna have to circle back around to it after you watch oh, it. we I absolutely we're gonna have to I give a detailed it. breakdown um 
as a Kanye fan, and I hate saying that with you in the room ever or with you being in earshot because it feels offensive when I say, as a Kanye fan, like, you're not just as big of a Kanye fan as me. You're you're telling the people who might have just got here today. Preaching to the choir, right? But as a Kanye fan, I often go back and think about old lyrics of his, right? Like, favorite old lyrics of mine by him. Like, if I'm just at work and I'm just rapping to myself old songs that I like. And I really, like, bust down and reevaluate some of his lines and and I think of them as how I used to think of them when these songs first came out, right? Like when when late registration first kind of hit, you kind of was like, I like how this nigga talking. Right. But you never could fully imagine that he was so prepared to walk in Damn. that talk yeah. the way that he does. Like yeah. and I think about these lines and I listen to old Kanye and I and I and I you know, uh, what do you call it? Mouth old Kanye to yourself, mm-hmm. pause if necessary. But like <laughs> And then you rethink about these lines and you like he he really yeah. meant that shit. And we always felt like he meant that shit, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's 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 much easier to say some shit with conviction and write it down and pin it I really, and see, lean back in your chair and go, I wrote some fire right there. And it's a damn. whole nother thing to close that notebook and walk outside and continue to live that shit that you just wrote. Like that shit is so fascinating to me. Nah, it is. And like, I I can't wait for all three parts to be out and for you to watch them so we can have a real conversation. about. Cause like I said, even in his first part, fam, there is his first time meeting Pharrell Williams on camera. Wow. It's on Dog, camera. His like first his, time meeting his first time meeting is at the concert that they told this nigga he was getting signed at. Like they have that footage in it. Dog, it is nuts. The chaining day? The chaining day. They have chain like and you can tell like it was unplanned and these niggas wasn't ready because you can see like the camera scramble when they called a nigga up, like, oh shit. Like we were expecting to get time. called up. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, That's and then hard. like you see the first moment, like they were at a um they were at a um a uh, I forget whose show, but they were they they were at a um a most deaf show, I think, and they had um Kanye tells most deaf to spit a little bit of that two words. So and you've seen this scene, you know what scene I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Most deaf starts spitting two, and you can tell when Kanye starts spitting his verse, this is the first time most deaf has ever heard this verse, and he's like, <laughs> "What is that?" Yeah, he like, "God damn!" He like, "That's hard. a song." He like, "That's our song." Like, and like, it's I'm and again, maybe I'm fanning out, but like, I'm. I'm glad that this nigga and like even the nigga Cootie who that's the nigga who um the cameraman who I, I want to applaud him because even he makes it a point to like spotlight how something like in him knew that Kanye was special that he put his life on pause to stop and tape all of this shit fam. Like, right. Like I need to be a part of this. I need to be a part of this. I need to be the one to capture Absolutely. This. And I need to take it as serious as he does and really Absolutely. not miss a moment. <clears throat> that's so dope and so important man. And Without having seen this documentary yet, based on what you're telling me and what I know of it so far is, if nothing else, this is the ultimate testament to I told you so, right? Yes. Yes. He's telling y'all, I need to record all these moments because I am going to be a fucking superstar and I need the footage of me ascending to such stardom. I've never been. I I feel like it's probably maybe six people in the country that have thought that way. And executed it, but to actually have one of them actually be one of the most important people yeah. in fucking pop culture, to actually have that thought, because 
I'm sure there's people in Ohio right now or Florida or mm-hmm. California going, nah, we need to record all this shit, bro, because I got dreams and I'm about to realize these dreams. And then they they do all the shooting for a couple of days and mm-hmm. then they get like me and you, you really don't want to record the podcast. <laughs> and then the difference between us and them is they actually don't. Right. We just drag ourselves to the studio and record the podcast <laughs> anyway, but... We all know how easy it is to stop going to the gym. And the yeah. fact that he never stopped going to the gym is just, it's mind blowing to me. And bro, you're, you're so good at this. Your, your takes are so spot on. I really like this. I don't think I've ever been more excited for you to watch something so we can talk wait. about it. Like in, in the history of the podcast so far, because it's that good. And like part one is so good, fam. It's up. We've made it up to the crash. No mention of the crash yet. Already, like part, the part whole one. first part, whole part one, pre nothing pre crash. Got that much pre crash footage, fam. That's amazing. It's amazing. All right, uh, so we, we we're gonna have to shelve that for now. Put it on slow simmer until all of it's out, all mm-hmm. of it's consumed, and we'll come back and deep dive that. Uh, if y'all want to hear it, if not, it, then and we'll they tell you where Black History to. Month. They think they slick. So by the end of the month, we should have it all out to you. Hey, I'll be I'll be offended by Netflix's uh black <laughs> section of their scrolls. Like when I'll be bit. trying to find something. A little bit. It, I don't I don't remember exactly what it says for the black category, but it offends me every time I read it. I don't know I wanna, if it's like I wanna say it's inspired some, by black heroes. It's some extra shit I nah, don't know. Nah, I like think it's extra like flagrant, like black collection or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, like... Melodin uh movies media. Like I don't <laughs> like it, bro. Whatever it says, I don't remember because I try to push it out of my mind. I try to come in here and get straight to this right away because like in podcast land. This happened, like, it might as well have been six months ago at this point. <laughs> but I did want to kind of get your quick recap, the okay. quickest of recaps. Oh, uh, of verses we, we from can't, last We week. can't do quick. We, we five can't minutes quick. we got for this oh, verse, bro. It was like a week ago. We're this terrible. so long ago. Like, but you want to know. It was front of mind seven if, days ago. But now I feel, like, do we even want Not only does it feel long ago, but we got such a good laugh out of it. Oh, night of. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm still one. holding my side about that dog. Um, okay, um, ver- versus recap. Um, music, music soul, soul child, child versus Anthony versus Hamilton versus Anthony Valentine's Hamilton. post. <clears throat> Absolutely. On, um, on a yeah, side was, chick's day. Yeah, that was last Monday for sure. That was definitely a national side chick day. Um, I actually sat down and I, you know, I tuned into this one again because I was I didn't forget. That's why I tuned in. Okay, just like we talked about. I said if I didn't forget, I would tune in. in. Didn't so I was forget. right there. Um, I think I slid in a little bit late because I was out and about. But again, and then you missed that intro. It was weird, weird. No, well, not even, fam. I I did. I caught enough of the intro again that it it made me say, like, bro, why is versus not getting the note that I this is not the club, fam? Like, or y'all no. y'all got to start giving me an opening act. Like that. This is the one that made me say. I need to open an act, dog, or I need to undercard like everybody keep talking mm-hmm. about because the the DJ shit it just goes on for way too fucking long. It gets drawn. I. I'm at home, but like I can't go to the bar and buy me a drink and like me ain't going to walk around and see nothing going on in the club. So I don't need to be just staring at my phone for 45 minutes for yeah. you what know I what discovered. Will be fire? You know what would be fire while the, while the acts are getting written out? I just thought of this. That's the only reason why I cut you off. I apologize. But like while Music Soul Child is getting his denim suit sewed and it's running a little late, maybe have like a quick little local or up and coming designer something. model some fashion. And then just something. throw up on the screen where we can find these clothes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do a quick little walking back and forth with a couple of models uh, while we wait, bro. Like, I, I don't I don't know about having an opening act because 
these things tend to always seem like they're quote unquote running out of time. I don't know how much I believe that, but I always feel like versus is running out of time just when we start enjoying it. And it's like, oh, we got to get out of here. How many songs we got? Like, bro, what well, the fuck? How y'all don't got this figured out? Yet? And again, because y'all let the DJ rock too long in the beginning, y'all got to yeah, get these yeah. pretty ass niggas from out the back. Y'all I mean because then like y'all had baby girl come out. And and do her set, which was cool, but like she wasn't even a DJ on the thing. Like, where did y'all just grab her from the back? Like, hey sis, what you wanna you wanna uh, warm us up right quick one time for the one time? So it doesn't even seem like y'all have anything planned. Like, so that was whack to me. But um, o- overall, um, I almost I like when you say overall first. It, it just feels like disrespect is coming. <laughs> nah, thinking back on it, um, I almost feel like my score might have been like close. Okay. Right. I, I think I gave him a 13-7. Um, 13-7, that's not I, bad. I think, you know, plus or minus maybe two in, in any direction for either one of them. Um, you know, you could, well, probably plus for Music Soul Child, probably plus or probably minus for Anthony <laughs> Hamlet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I I I think, again, what I, what I called, I think there were a few Anthony Hamilton songs that came on that I forgot about, namely, All My Life. I've been Poe. I forgot about it. I know you hate it. So much. I got sick to my stomach watching that nigga run out. Did he have a hubcap around his neck? I thought, was it a belt buck? I don't know, fam. It was ridiculous. I think he used to wear that back then, too. Like, I hate that song. I hate that group. Um, Let me get my hate off real quick. Small pocket of hate. I hate Nappy Roots, and I don't think anybody pays attention to their hate for them as much as I do, because do you, Wes, or anybody listen to this realize, or did they realize back then, when Nappy Roots was out and they had their two songs on the radio, there's a fake Scarface in that group, a fake Andre 3000 in that group, a fake Cujo Goody in that group, and a fake fucking uh, Big Gip in that group. Every one of the members is a fake member from hey, another as, fucking group. As soon as you started naming group. off the fake members, I you immediately saw voices, fake Gip. You? I saw fake Gip, though, immediately. I said, damn, this nigga right. <laughs> Fam, listen to Nappy Roots' first two singles and, te- and spot the fucking, there's a fake Scarface, a fake Andre, a fake Kujo Goody, and a fake Big Gip. And I hate them, bro. I hate them. They're terrible. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. I just hate that nah, group so fam. much. I respect that. I can understand that. And they only had them them couple songs, fam. You don't got you don't even got to sprinkle that no, much hate on them, bro. They they wasn't even here long enough for all of that, bro. No. Don't even waste your time, fam. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too um, wild up. But um, you know, uh without again, I don't we shouldn't spend too much time on this, but here we are telling jokes. Um <laughs> I I, fam, I don't know. Music Soul Child one, bro. Like that's the that's the best that I could probably give to you overall. Like, right. I think if you're a Music Soul Child fan, you appreciate what he's able to do live. Um, and you then be like a big fan because if I think if you just kind of like Music Soul Child, you will be put off by the amount of running he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off script singing, he yeah. does like he. He sings off script eighty percent of the show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, uh, but what I what I like about it, he he does it. And again, if you get it, if you're a fan of that, you like it. Or if you're just a fan of music, you can understand it. But like, I like it because he seems like he does that shit with no practice, fam. Like, yeah, all, be, oh, at a man, point once in time, up, yeah, at a point in time, the verses just seemed like he was rehearsing with his band. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, like y'all, he was, like, yo, like, like he was jamming with the band. Yeah. Once, once we got to 10, 11, he was like, all right, fam, we just gonna try some shit out. Like, and, and that's what it was. And you know, I, I thought Anthony Hamilton and the what. 
in the first, which we got the Hamiltons in the first two. He, in the he first played, two rounds, uh, he brought out background singers. I, that, I was upset by that. I ain't yeah, he played. What, what what did he play right after the third song? One of his biggest songs. He played that, and then Music Soul Child played uh, Seventeen, which is essentially a B side. Like, bro, he got and, to, you know he played Merry Go Round. Me, he played Merry Go Round in the first, and like, bad. bro, like, and and I was like. You know, of course, there's some takes up. People think Anthony Hamilton won that thing, and it's like, fam, you must, you must not, you must not know what these music soul child songs are. Like, fam, and yes, when you can give a merry go round and and hand the microphone to the crowd and let them to do sing it, the whole it's song, long, fam, like it's gonna be a long night. Bro. And then and then he only gave you like the 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 hook and like half a verse. He ain't even give you what he could have gave. Like he could have let the audience sing the entire fucking song. Like you're lucky he didn't get to the carousel part of merry go round, which is which fire. Is those rounds itself. are amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know how long I stayed up trying to get those letters right. <laughs> Once you figure out what he's saying, it should be all right. But it's you easy. definitely yeah, yeah. like Once in the first it, couple listens, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this nigga saying?" But What's like again, like if you know what those Music Soul Child songs are, that's why Music Soul Child yeah. won. Does Anthony Hamilton have a great live voice? Absolutely. Yeah. Does yeah, he look yeah. like the king of the fair circuit? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. But like that's what that's what it is, fam. And like no no knock to Anthony Hamilton, but like they they probably should have called somebody else for your boy. Not not quite sure who. Um, but I mean it it, it was it was a cool showing because after a, a cool while show. it turned into a um it turned it again. Maybe it always does that at a certain point when it when when the matches are kind of off. But it just turned into niggas playing music and like, yeah. you like my song, you like his song. Like, all right, you like my song a little bit better. Like, right, and I think there was only maybe like the there was only like maybe two music songs that I wasn't familiar with that he that he ran through. But Man, even the it, one that I wasn't familiar with, I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? That's like, like, kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it certainly turned into a music soul child concert featuring Anthony Hamilton, and mm-hmm. that's not. You know, respectfully, as the kids yeah. say, that was not, you know, a jab. But like, I will say there were certain moments like when Anthony Hamilton raced out there to give us the fuck you back to sleep remix, which I never knew he even never. What mixtape is that from? bro? Like, I don't know. How fam. many DJ dramas do you got to buy from the corner store before you get to that? track? Yeah, I don't know. I was upset when that played, too, though, because I was like, fuck I don't recall, like, not Anthony even not Hamilton. on a radio version. Or he nothing, is not fam. the voice that I want to hear on back to sleep, fam. Like never in a million years. Though. And then it was very upsetting. Like I went back and watched it for a second time and I caught him. I caught you, Anthony. I caught you. He didn't busted. know the words. He don't know the words to that he didn't shit. Didn't know the words. How is and, that gonna be one of your twenty bro, on a verses and you and don't the, know it? And and I was mad because I didn't even catch it in real time. But the Donnell Jones, she talked about some. I wrote that. He didn't know a single one of them fucking words neither. What you mean you wrote that? I don't believe that. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe for a second that Anthony Hamilton wrote that Donnell Jones jam. Like, bro, listen. That Donnell Jones, what's that song hold, called? No, uh, no what's say, up? Say, yeah, say, but like imagine Anthony Hamilton singing that, and that's what makes it even funnier. Though, that's what makes you it don't so hard to him, believe. You don't want to hear him singing that, bro. And, and not only that, bro. That listen, and I'm not a I'm not a Donnell Jones fan by any stretch. <laughs> I don't hate the man, but I'm just not a big fan. 
But that was up, bro. Like, you can't hear that song unless you're in the car on the freeway. Like, that song was in such bro. heavy rotation in spins on the radio. Imagine. You can't tell me a nigga with a beard like that wrote that, bro. I'm just not believing it. Imagine Anthony Hamilton didn't give that to Donnell Jones, dropped it, and did that dance. Man, that my, I'm able to roll on. <laughs> bro, I don't want to hear that come out of his cigarette box of a voice, Why? Bro. Because all the... All of his songs sound like they play on the farm somewhere. And, like, I wouldn't want to hear Say What on the goddamn farm. Nah, I would never want to hear Say What, the, the struggle version of Say and What. Then, and then, I, like I said, I, I expressed my disdain in real time. But, like, he had on, he had on like, the, the, the big, I'll call it the Navajo jacket because it was kind of sweet. Like, the, the, but then, like, he took it off and he had on, like, a leather jacket under that. And I was just confused as Why to if he had that on under that or did he change into that. And then, like the the pants looked sweeter with the with the Navajo jacket on than they did with the biker jacket on. Because I was like, "Fam, why do you just have on these mustard leather cargos? I just don't understand what the fuck is going on here." Bro, he was giving me cattle skin loose <laughs> dojo vibes with that first jacket, bro. Like he looked like he hosts mad rodeos. Who who would need a suede karate jacket? That's very <laughs> yeah, weird bro. Me, I don't bro. know. But I had it. I had it, and this could be biased, but listen, I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't care who don't agree with me on this. Yeah, it's what it I is. had it nineteen to one. Music soul child. Nineteen to one, bro. Yeah, see, I gave why. Anthony Hamilton the final round with Charlene versus Love, only because music didn't give us the high note the way he was supposed to. If he'd have gave us the right high he, note at fam, the end of love, he's he not, been 20s it. He's not giving us the high note on love since 06, nigga. Like, that's dead. <laughs> that's super dead. I, I, I didn't even expect it. And I knew, like, I knew that was going to be a disappointment for the for the for watching everybody. audience. You because for the people, going, yeah, for the people who have not followed Music Show Child don't know that that note left when he hit it that first time on that song, like that was probably the one and only time he was able to get that thing off in any capacity. And like, because he's so like vocally talented and that's what I meant to say to you in real time. Like, even though he didn't give you the high note, he does not cheat you out of the vocal the that belongs there. Yes. Yeah. Cause right after the high note, he'll slide up there a little bit and come yeah, back down. He'll bring it back down. Like he'll to let you, you know, he's still got the range, but like he kind of looks at the crowd, like, He's, if I give you the note, I can't do nothing else tonight. Yeah, he's, he's he's like, you know what the fucking vibes is, but you also know I've been drinking his henny and smoking his weed. So, like, that's yeah. that's not happening. Did you know Music Soul Child is an uh, extreme alcoholic? <laughs> Did you know that? Um, have you ever seen his eyes, nigga? Have you seen wait, Behind the Glasses? Wait, wait, wait. The eye thing is not... <laughs> <laughs> the eye thing is not a result of his alcoholism. Yes, it he, is, that was, bro. That was a childhood accident. You know you know what's wild about Music Soul Child's eye? And I learned this in a mini documentary on YouTube. You know when you're in elementary school and, like, you're cutting construction paper and the teacher always tells you, like, cut away from you because you wouldn't have to string the box and the scissors yeah. would go in your eye. Yeah. And everybody in class always looks around like, why, why teachers just won't tell us you want us to do it this way? Like, why you got to make up a lie? Like, just tell us right. to cut forward because you want us to cut forward. You don't got to make up a lie. Wouldn't you know that's how Music So Child got the eye? Like, nah, he bro, literally he gotta... had a, a safety scissors accident where the scissors went in his eye. Nah, that nigga got a walking case of jaundice, fam. Too much alcohol. Too much. <laughs> but yeah, that nigga, he, he's an extreme alcoholic. So just the fact that um, 
Well, he was. I'll say he was because I don't know what his current state is. But you wanna- it was great to see him in that condition, though, like to be able to hit the notes and to do what he did. He even got in his scat bag on you. Like, nigga, it pissed you me know off when you got time, time to scat, though. you really yeah. comfortable in your pocket. Like, no, I ha- I hated that because that was like literally you. I literally saw that last thought wash over him during that section. He was like, "Oh, I could scat right here." We know what I could do. Like Jesus, well, you know when you take time to scan your set, that you 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 proverbially taking your shoes off. Like that you man, what? And then like you want to know what bothered me? Like for real, for real, I hated the fact that and like who else did it? I think Fat Joe and Ja Rule did it for a little while too. I hate the that was cute. That was Bro, like why are you the, why are y'all telling each other that y'all songs was Keith cute? Sweat started it. I feel like Keith Sweat started it. <laughs> he might have. He might have. <laughs> With Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, that was cute. That was. Listen, stop saying that shit, they gotta, bro. Yeah, they like, got to stop that. We got to find another way to say, I heard your song, note it, I'm going to play this song as a cookie. Like, <laughs> there's got to be a better way than to walk on stage every time. Go, that was that, cute. That was cute. That was and cute. then, like, all right, fuck it. Stop I, I, that shit. I almost forgot, but like, I want to say it here because I said it there, and I want to say it here because I mean it here. Um we got to get Jack Thriller to fuck about the culture, dog. Like, what does he's he gotta do? Go. It, like, but wait, I, w- I really want to know who invited him because I feel like he came along with music as like a homeboy. Maybe they cool in some shape, form, or fashion or capacity because that's the vibe that he was giving me because he stepped in and named himself the host that I don't think was true, but then started throwing shots at Anthony Hamilton immediately. Like, do you think, like, somebody between Swizz and Timbaland was like, now, y'all are both great performers. We love hearing y'all in rehearsal, but y'all do know that verses, like, y'all got to kind of, like, talk shit to each other. The crowd gets into it, and it's kind of a battle. Like, you want to keep the nature of the battle, and then both of them probably, like, I can see both of them niggas being like, I really don't crack jokes, fam. Like, that just ain't what I do. And both of them saying that they're not going to crack jokes because they're not comfortable doing it. And then Swizz and them being like, well, we got to throw somebody out there that's going to say something because we can't have both of y'all just quietly sliding into y'all's R&B jams. Like, Bro. We got to talk a little shit. Now, why they chose Jack Tr- Thriller is anybody's guess. Like, what does he do? Has, Bro. Has anybody been, ever laughed at him? I don't think so. They would have been better off getting Mike Epps or something, fam, because, something. like, Jack, Jack Thriller just, like – Never have I laughed at Th- Jack Thriller, fam. Like, not even when I'm supposed to. Like, even when he f- try and fuck with you about his eye, it's not even funny to me. Like, like oh, I'd much away. rather just, not like, make anymore. the joke about your eye and laugh. Let me do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me do it. You don't do it. Let yeah, me let me do joke it. on you, fam. Don't joke I on yourself. I actually found myself wanting DC Young Fly. I've never wanted DC Young Fly in my life. I can understand I would have rather had DC Young Fly out there than him. I can understand that. And DC Young Charles. I, I almost called him DC Young Charles because I'm thinking about his... I seen a, uh, a clip of him with fucking Charleston White and he bodied that boy with the jokes. Like, I, DC is good at, like, the old school, like... Just um, snapping. Yeah, snapping and riffing on the motherfucker in, in the moment, dog. Like, and he really... I don't know if you uh, up on Charleston White. Maybe if you... Uh, I'm not. Maybe you It'll should show up my algorithm now. Yeah, maybe maybe you should YouTube Charleston White and uh I, I think you'll understand why I would want to talk about him if you caught Wendy Charleston White. Um and maybe you will. Hopefully the algorithms will catch up to you after yeah, this for sure, for sure. For sure. Like does. the way that he handled Charleston White, I thought was um 
chef's kiss to DC Young Fly because he, I think he's handled it the best of anybody else that I've seen sit down with Charleston White because of the way that he handles things. So, okay, um, I'm gonna have to dig into it. Yeah, but again, get get Jack Thriller the fuck out of here. I probably don't ever need to see him. Like I did, I stopped watching videos on This Is Fifty when that nigga started like hosting videos on this is 50 because he he's really whack and then like that's i see some was like, that's when you knew like this website yeah dead. yeah it's dead <laughs> out here yeah i mean dead. and then i seen somebody else make a post like this is why two chains was about to put hands on that nigga because he don't know when to fucking quit dog do you remember that when when him and two chains was going back and forth and i was with yeah. two chains on this beef actually yeah, like always matter of fact chain. that was two chains had to call to the radio and cuss that nigga out and everything that, yeah I, that, that's a good one i'm gonna have to go back and revisit that i love a good a good awkward beef that is uh <clears throat> Certainly not part of the program. Uh, let, let's make a hard, <laughs> let's take a hard turn because I don't know how to get out of music so time Anthony Hamilton smoothly. Uh, it just was, you know, noteworthy to get, sit here and talk about it. But from one father to a soon to be father, right? Currently got girls all in the house, young girls, got the teenager, et cetera, et cetera. I was faced with a little bit of like, <clears throat> I guess you wouldn't call it a dilemma. But an interesting thought crossed my mind that I want to share with you and see what you think, okay? Mm-hmm. So my daughter is six, right? My wife uh, does an excellent job trying to pull her hair together to send her to school, looking like her parents don't get food stamps. Black culture, we know what it's like to have a daughter. Like you have to send, when you have a daughter, a young daughter, you got to send them to school a certain way, right? Like you never want to send your daughter to school looking like you need to call home and check on their well-being, right? Especially like, about daughters, you just can't send them to school just any kind of way, right? Especially when she's one of the few that look like her. Especially when she's one of the few, because they ain't got a whole lot of examples to yeah. go off. Yeah, don't don't get sidetracked, but I tell my wife no, all the time. No, this is part of it. But I know, but I tell my wife all the time when I go to pick Jackie up from school at the end of the day because you know I don't know if you are hip to the drive line, but like they right they, they give you there. they give you a number right they give you a number and like they still need the number when I show but there's like several teachers so one teacher like plug the number in yeah I mean but when I get down to another set of teachers like now they just you know, know really me so they just number. be like uh Jackson to the to the, to the red spot like they you don't have to look at the mine. number they the know. brown one's mine the brown one <laughs> like the brown one is mine so I get it completely like, <laughs> so it's it's all association so I need when you see her I need you to like not be like oh damn her parents is ratchet like yeah I might mm-hmm. pull up with loud music in the drive line but like or I might pull got up smelling loud a little bit yeah, but, hey, yeah, listen, yeah it's all right. we got it together we're here on time <laughs> but that, that's also important to the story what I'm so. Donovan makes sure she pulls her hair together. She tries to, she sends her looking nice. Now the way she comes back, listen, man, that's, that's what the God and the substitute teachers, you know what I mean? That's out of our hands. You can only drop those tips off in the morning. That's why I be telling mine's like, yo, you got to keep your button together and keep your collar together. You got to put your your coat on. You can't necessarily drag it behind you. I appreciate you bringing it home. I'm glad the coat came home, (laughs) but please, can you make sure you put it on? I know your white friend don't wear her coat, but you ain't really like her when it comes to genetics. (laughs) You're going to catch a cold. (laughs) She not. Anyway, listen, it looks uh, different when a little black girl got a snotty nose versus everybody else. In true. But my wife takes her time at night. She stays up super late at times to put twists in her hair and barrettes. Mm-hmm. And 
Mm-hmm. She's using the colored little rubber bands to tie the base of the twisty, and then it's popping on her hands. Wow, fuck, it's breaking before I can even get her hair done. <laughs> so, God forbid, when she wakes up and her fucking, what do you call it, the hair tie is right. to the left of her in the bed, right. and then there's seven broken rubber bands in the bed, and now you got to find out which one's broke and redo them before the bus comes. All of Cast- that catastrophic is a part failure. Of their regular routine. I say there because I'm already at work for two hours by the for time sure. she wakes up. So <clears throat> I would help if I could. When I'm home, I do. But anyway, she sends her to school looking as great as she can to represent us and our culture and us being one of the 12 black people in Los Alamos, New Mexico. Now, one day, my daughter comes home after my wife put in hours of work on her hair. I'm talking about twists and parts and designs and all of this shit and she gets off the bus Wes when I tell you all of her hair was taken down and out I mean all of it nothing was missed everything was pulled out untwined undone we don't even know where the ballies went barrettes lost everything was undone and apparently Cameron's teacher had already sent my wife an email saying Hey, I just wanted to let you know and give you a heads up. I'm not exactly sure what or how it happened. Want to get ahead of this. I just want to let you know before she gets off the bus that Naomi was planning Cameron's hair at school today. And she definitely disassembled all of it. Man, and she what? wasn't lying. She disassembled all of it. Now, here's the important part. Deconstructed. Here's the important part that I want to talk to you as a black father to a black father, mm-hmm. talking about black daughters. Here's a discussion we got to kind of have, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if Naomi's a little white girl or a black girl. It doesn't hard matter. To, hard to tell matter. my name. But <clears throat> it doesn't matter. But here's why I bring it up. Because if Naomi's a little white girl, she might be fascinated by Cameron's hair. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're fives and sixes and sevens. And they're young. And they're, they're, they're meeting people for the first time, right? Like, these are all also COVID kids. They probably ain't been out the house since the pandemic started. This might be the first curly-haired little girl that Naomi might have even seen in her life. And she might be completely fascinated with Cammy's hair, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Cammy wanting a new friend and not minding her hair getting played in and all of that. <clears throat> but it occurred to me and me thinking about all of this was, I'm not sure if my daughter even knows she's black. Here, That's what I want to talk to you about. Fuck the hair. Fuck with any of the other shit. I don't know that my daughter necessarily knows and is privy to the fact that she's a little black girl. Now, I know she knows she's a girl. Mm-hmm. I know she knows she's six. I know she knows she's a kindergartner. But I don't know that she knows she's a little black girl because we're not the type of fit Now, I want to make sure I'm being as clear as possible because you know my motto, Wes. I'd rather be wrong than misunderstood so Mm -hmm. be clear i'm proud of my blackness our entire family is proud of our blackness we are black people in every sense of the word but with neither one of my kids do i like i don't push them out the door saying now go represent our people every day Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like it's not something i put in the forefront of their mind but also i'm not the parent that's going we don't see color. You don't need to be concerned with being a black kid out here. Like right. it's neither of the two extremes. Like I just mm-hmm. feel like, listen, when it's time to talk about it, we'll talk about it, but I'm not going to put that 
I don't want to put that burden on your shoulders before you even have your 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 chocolate milk out the carton. You know what I mean? Right, like right. I don't want that to be the first thing you think about before you even go to the bus stop in the morning. So in that kind of being our approach, I'm not sure if Cameron knows that. Now, also another reason why I brought it up is because I remember me personally, when I first found out I was black, <laughs> like I remember having a conscious revelation that like, I'm, I'm not the same color as all my friends. And it wasn't just like a, I walked past the mirror one day type thing. It was like, I was playing with all, cause I had all white friends when I was growing up. I don't know if it just was the, the street I lived on or whatever, or just the, the people that told me to come play with the Ninja Turtles just happened to be white kids. That's just what it was for me for the first you know, good handful of years of my life. So I remember noticing it when I, I noticed it first by like when they invited me over for like dinner one night and they were mm-hmm. having like beer chicken. And I was like, my family don't make this. Right. And then I started like inquiring more about our differences. And then that's when it finally hit me like, well, my friend's hair is a whole lot straighter than mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I kind of looked at the skin tone thing. And I was like, huh. There might be something to this whole, like, we have different pigments on our skin. <laughs> there might be something to this whole thing. And I think my daughter might be kind of living, like, a similar upbringing to where, like, I don't think it's on the forefront of her mind that she is a little black girl. I think she just thinks well, she's a little girl and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and this like, is I kind of prefer going. that. But here's what I want to talk to you about is, like, do you think that that's wrong? Do you think that, like, in any way maybe we're um, putting her at a disadvantage you know what I mean? Like, I, I also don't I don't want that to get lost on her. Like, I don't want her to not know she's black, but I also don't want it to be the first thing she thinks about. Like, what are your thoughts on that kind of thing? Well, it wasn't it I wasn't until you just started, you know, talking about it that I that I that I thought about it because I was at first I was gonna say I don't think mine's knows. But I wanna I wanna clarify. I think she's aware. Mm-hmm. That she is a little black girl. Um and I I, I contribute that to like you know, even her watching TV or some of the shit that, you know, they fuck around with on I, I think I think they understand the difference between black people and white people just on the surface. Um, I don't think they understand the, the significance yet. And I think that's the part. Um, I think that's the part, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with like the racism with white people. That's the part that kind of you have to teach mm. um, the the significance of you being black and how like. I don't want to say that it doesn't matter because like you said, we're not a, we don't see color and we're not a go out there and throw your fist in the air, but it's like, you, <laughs> right, need, right. you need, you definitely need to be fucking aware and, you know, understand the, the, the significance and how situations change for you because of this. Um, so I, it's not something that I would, um, this is a good question. It's not something I don't think we would press onto her, but as bad as it also sounds like, I think this is like, outside of like and maybe it's a case study as well but like this is really where kids do learn the difference between black people and white people you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying because you you start to see clear-cut differences in the way that not only the way that people look but the way that white people treat white people and the way white people treat black people as well as the way black people treat black people and the way that black people treat white people like you for lack for lack of greater term, you see the code switching that goes on all across the all across the board. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, and and I, and I know that can be um, confusing because now I'm trying to think about when I when I realized that I was like 
black, even being light skinned, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say it delayed my. Is that a different time? Like you realize you're black and then you realize you're light skinned, or does that all happen at once? I'm sorry all, if that's disrespectful to ask. It all it it all happens at once. Um, okay. but it, it's it's definitely two. You might have to have two different arguments behind it for sure. <laughs> okay, um, okay. But I'm I'm I mean like the the only the only thing that I could really think of like when I when I thought about like the difference or like when I thought about my first like. When did I look at somebody opposite of me? It was a best friend that I had when I was in like kindergarten, Joey. And if <laughs> you could tell by Joey's name, yeah, <laughs> even <laughs> fuck his name, the way you yeah. said it, and like <laughs> the, it's, the way you it's, said his name tells me who Joey is. It's so like, and I'm just now realizing this because this is something that always stuck with me my whole entire life. But one way that I knew Joey was different, fam. Joey had silver fucking teeth, dog. And I had never seen niggas with silver. And I'm like, fam, how did you get how you get silver teeth? And that let me know right there that me and Joey look were at, not the same. Look at the innocence though. Like little would be fascinated. For real. Like, if you ask a grown adult these days, they're like, Yeah, if, if a kid got silver teeth, keep your kid away fam. from it. But will you be intrigued? Like, how did you get silver teeth? And I'll never forget, Joey's dumbass told me to drink chocolate milk, fam. And I went on a chocolate milk binge after that. Fam. <laughs> I can't and wait it just, to get these silver. I never got my silver tooth, but I remember being fascinated by that. And that just let me yeah. know, like it just on a subtle tea like oh shit like this is i had never seen a black kid with a silver tooth and like i remember even being a little inquisitive after a while like checking motherfuckers like you ain't got no silver teeth mm. <laughs> okay how many more y'all got yeah, it's not it's not for it all i saw was us with the ignorant gold teeth nigga i'm like oh we do gold teeth on on the nigga side we don't do silver teeth okay <laughs> completely missing the correlation yeah missing the whole fucking point but like that's that's one of the things that let me know like and it's not until hell i blame the east side for letting me know i was a real nigga (laughs) 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 but but like outside of that again i I think it's when you go to school and get because it it, in the grand scheme of things i think as adults you understand it really does not matter but there's significance there Yes, um, yes. There's and and, and, it, and it has to be, like, pointed out, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and particularly for us in our community, so, like, our kids can stay out of danger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, or so, so we can guide our kids on the right path or, you know, make sure they're making the right decisions out here. So, like, it's important. It's important. And I think I think we as a community do good at that by um, instilling, like, black values um, without hating on nobody else. You know what right. I'm saying? We are never the hey, we the shit and fuck them. It's like, hey, we we the shit and ultimately, like, do we feel better? Yes, we feel like we are <laughs> greater in the hierarchy of people, but like y'all, y'all but that can just be self pride. Like that don't yeah. mean that you can't feel like that, that you better that than does us. Does not too. mean that at I the hate same time you. you can root for your team too. Yeah, and I think yeah, I mean, and not for, not to make this a black and white thing, but like that's the whole but it like. Is. <laughs> and fam, listen here. I don't even want to get back on this, but in 2022, I've already bought up the separate but equal thing way too many times this year. Fam. We are and not like, even in March yet. It could, it could, it could have been a beautiful idea, bro. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a really, really beautiful idea. We gotta handle it different though. But speaking of speaking of, uh, we're gonna have to table the whole like daughters because I feel like I feel like at some point you gotta kind of like sit down and tell them. Like you don't want the streets to tell them. You know what I mean? It can only be a hurtful occasion, I think, if the streets tell you. But when do you catch it? Like, how do you know if you're saying it too early, too preemptively, telling your daughter that she's a little black girl and now she got to, like, walk I mean, to school worried now all of a sudden and now it's like, oh, shit, I got to be a black girl now. I can't just be Cameron. 
I think you just got to be tapped into, um, you know, what's going on and like Your not, not you know, not, not, not to say that you don't do this or not that anybody else does it, but like that's why I routinely like ask my kids the same questions at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because I want you to know that I'm interested in what happened in your day when you were like, talk talk to me. like Because those, I can only know what you're going through if you tell me. Yeah, you know I mean, so then I might be able to, I might be able to give you the larger picture of what you're dealing with. Or I might be able to give you something to look out for that hasn't happened yet. That when it does happen, you know exactly what's going on. and You know how to move that way versus just being out here high and dry. Um, Dude, but the day when the communication stops, so I'll say pauses, not stops, but it right. does pause. Yeah, it does pause. There's always going to be a time that, you know, those preteens and those early teen years where that communication, it sees a little soft wall. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it can be a permanent wall if you're not careful. But I think all parents see but at I, least a little soft wall. But I think even still at that point, like you have the the duty and the obligation to evaluate. You know what I yeah, I mean, and like yeah. you can stop communicating with me, but then I might have to get on your nerves in order to, you know, what I'm saying to to let you to let you understand that I'm like I'm here for the communication part. Like I don't want to be overbearing, but like you shutting down to me is not going to work. I mean, and not even like I might even, again. It's the evaluation part. I might let you. Um, put that wall up or I might let you put the communication on pause, but like that's dependent on what type of moves you're making out here. Like if you're still doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing, then I might leave you alone for a little right, bit. Right. Like, But if you, might, if you need this communication, yeah, we're going to have this talk. Yeah, I just might, might be talking at you, but we're going to talk. That's what I'm saying. This might be a quarterly check-in if I feel like you're doing all right out here, but if you ain't talking to me and you out here just running a fucking muck, then shit, I got to be on your ass. Yeah, I had to sit your ass down. For Speaking sure. of uh, kind of just being proud of your team, <laughs> Uh, did you did you catch any of the Adele news this past week or so? Nah, I just think it's so funny that ever since her and Rich Paul got together, he only wears um, high fashion boots and his shirts are always tucked in. I think it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I like them as a couple, man. I do too. Uh, they, they got they interracial looks good on them. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say interracial looks good on them. It's it's international, interracial, right, inter- it's all types of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Interplanetary, interfinancial, <laughs> it's all of that shit, bro. Inter industry, like it's all uh, types of shit. So uh, uh, Adele is getting some, I don't even know how much backlash she's actually getting. Cause sometimes I'll be careful about these type of stories. Cause I feel like sometimes it could be just a small pocket of ignorant people just speaking too loud. And then it can trick you into thinking more people are saying it than they actually are. But I'll give right. you the news anyway. Right. Cause it's the number one news podcast for sure. Seven days late on the internet. Um, Adele was up <laughs> receiving another one of her many, many awards for being an amazing vocalist. And <clears throat> The award was for Artist of the Year, right? Now, whichever award ceremony this was, they had previously had the category divided at the end of the night where it was Male Artist of the Year and Female Artist of the Year. It's how it had always been. But due to inclusion and equality and all the positive words that I can say about things that are happening in the time that is not my time, so I need to learn how to shut the fuck up and let (laughs) people have their time because it's not my time. But it's inclusive now, so they put all artists in the same category, and best artists is just best artists. You don't have to have titties or a dick. It's just whoever was the best that year. Mm-hmm. Adele won it. She got up there, and during her uh, award acceptance speech, she mentioned how like she appreciates winning the award, and she thinks it's cool how they have the integrated award system and all of that. But she was like, if you're asking me, I'm proud to be a woman and I love being a female artist. And, uh, you know, I, I, I basically saying she didn't mind being categorized as a female artist. Right. And when you know it, she got backlash from the trans community for being too pro female. And they 
took what she said as jabs to the trans community by saying she's proud to be a female. I want to I want to say this here, and I want to be. This very might be clear. a voices too loud situation. It might only be five people saying this. I mean, potentially, but like they and I've I've said this. I said this during the baby situation. I don't think I said it on air. I think I said it in a conversation with my wife. But like, they're getting to a. They're going to silence their own voice. Not being because too they, loud all they, the time. Yeah, they they got their voice to a place where everybody, um, you know, reacted once once they spoke up loud enough. But we've seen a few bullets get through that armor here as of late, <laughs> and a few yeah. things that people are just like, "Hey, check this out." <laughs> we don't give a fuck, dog. We like, don't care about that shit. Sure. Yeah, like you, you can't, you can't have a, you can't have a problem with everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, I like because you're gonna no, start looking like Peter out here. Yeah, eventually just, they're gonna start looking like Peter out here. Yeah, there's no better way to like you. You just can't have a problem with everything, brother. You you can't have a problem with a woman saying I'm a woman, and that's just basically like the the long and the short of it for me. Yeah, I mean, and like, and that's but it's crazy that you said that because I was just watching that like there, and not that that because that's a it's a problem across the board with all groups who, however you want to categorize it, particularly probably niggas, but like women are another group of people that cannot get on the same page about what they want. <laughs> are we, are we here? Are we back to get on women again? I'm here. Nah, for no, nah, I don't even want to, but I'm saying like the same, the same knock that we have on niggas and why, you know, we can't like collectively like bargain and shit like that because we can't get on the same page. Like right. some, some women are okay with, gender roles and yeah. double standards yeah. and you yeah. know the the thought of being a housewife and you know shit like that while others are completely opposite of that but we live in the world where these two hoes can be best friends you know what i'm saying it's, it's just weird because they don't want to be on the same page but they also don't respect each other's side of it and it's like <sighs> and that's the I, thing that i i struggle with is the not respecting the other side right like when you have somebody that's super feminist and that's totally fine that's okay but you can't have like, I want equal rights. I want equal pay. I want women to be more represented in these high positions in the field. All that is dope to me. But when you also turn and look over your shoulder and go, hey, sis, put that fucking mop down and get out here with us. Well, what if she wants the mop? You know what I mean? Right, like, I, I don't right. want her to feel like she don't have a voice or she's disrespected or slighted because she enjoys staying home and taking care of the house and her family. Right. Right. Like, I don't think that that should be shamed or undercut or disrespected in the same way that a woman that feel feels like she was not born in the right sex and she needs to go have an operation to be shamed. She should be supported in that idea the same way a woman should be supported. Hey man, the workforce ain't for me. And I would love to stay home and take care of the crib and hold down the fort. That should be respected too. Right. Like I don't know why right. we're 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 nitpicking and choosing so much on the left, particularly about what we gonna respect from people and what we just ain't. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it causes severe division amongst the same Absolutely. fucking group. Essentially, yeah. like if you tra- if you're a trans woman and you got a problem with Adele saying, "I'm proud to be a woman," well, ain't you a woman too? Ain't this whole and fight like, been about you I don't even, telling us that you are also a woman, but you mad even, at a woman for saying she's happy to be a woman? And well, I don't ain't even you happy a, to be a woman too? I don't even ain't you be happy a to be living in an age where you can be medically a woman and be, you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? I don't want to be a dickhead, but didn't you just get here? Who the fuck is you to be telling a woman she can't say she a woman? Like, and but it, that to and me is like the white showing up to the Black Lives Matter protest <laughs> and trying to tell us how to hold the signs. Exactly, like fam. 
this is your first one. Like, sit down and watch like just, for a little bit. Just for even like, I like re- there are real funny jokes. Like, and they get the I always reference back to Dave Chappelle. Sorry, guys, I know this is a sensitive subject for you, but like the, when he pointed out the fact that fucking Caitlyn won Woman of the Year, he said this yeah. is her first fucking year. Like, you know how much of a slap in the face that is she's to women who have been bitches. women. Yeah, she's better than all you bitches in <laughs> year one. That pussy still fresh off the factory line, and she yeah. got woman of the year over all of y'all. Like, and y'all are mad. Y'all are mad at me for telling jokes, but nobody ran up on Time Magazine. Like, are you right. kidding me? Like, I don't know, man. I, I sometimes I wonder if other letters of the community get mad at the T's, and I, I know that's a, also an old Dave Chappelle joke. But I do wonder if there's some people going like, "All right, man, y'all motherfuckers is making it look wild for everybody." Like. All of this shit ain't important. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel yeah. like that there's, like, just a chill-ass gay homeboy somewhere going, like, rolling his eyes every time. Like, they're doing it again with another thing. They're like, gonna, all these yeah. things aren't they're important. Gonna, they're going to end up on an island all by themselves. What they don't realize, what they're fighting for, that they're not even fighting the for anymore. Not all of them. The well, not ones. no. The only thing that they're really fighting for, which is not even a fight any longer, is now, now they're just like, well, what took you guys so long? Now that's what, this is the point that we're at now. All they were fighting for was acceptance. Mm-hmm. y'all are allowed to get married now for the most part nobody gives a shit who you're fucking <laughs> you know what i'm saying in real time like there's so much other shit going on nobody has time to devote their lives to what somebody else is I, doing. you like, know what's wild I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because and this is just something i just realized in real time you know i'm far more taken aback by a person without a mask in the grocery store than i am a transgender human being like I can see a trans woman or man in the grocery store, man. Huh? I feel, that's nice I, shoes. But I if I see like, a motherfucker in that same Kroger's without their mask on, I'm like, look at you, look at this disgrace. I don't see. I don't, and maybe I don't want to get myself into trouble in the shit that I'm going to say here. But I feel like the people who are like genuine to those thoughts do it because that's how they feel, and they. I don't want to even use this term because it sounds bad, but basically you don't see them, fam. They blend in with everybody else. The way, the same way you might not see a grandma in the store, because you're used to just seeing a grandma in the store, fam. You might not know right. a single fucking detail about her. And out the corner of your eye, if a nigga got on flip-flops and a jean skirt and a hoodie, if you don't look close enough, you might not know that it could potentially have been a dude or a transgender right. woman. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's like... It's it's the ones that want to be like loud that stand out in the crowd that want to have something to fuss about like, and it's like fam like if if you're just doing you none of this shit would matter but because you want to step you want to you want to be a statement every time you step out of the house yeah and yeah. almost to go back to the same thing what you saying I don't we don't send our children out saying hey when you walk every threshold you walk through hold put your, your fist up fam fist up. yeah like and you don't have to step out the house wanting to confront somebody about what you look like or how you feel yeah i mean and again like y'all for the fam i i can almost guarantee you where i live at and because it's just an acceptance thing for me like i accept that that is a part of the world that we live in i'm not looking for them when i go to the store i'm like i can't tell you if they're there or not and if they're there or not like it doesn't affect my shopping experience i don't give a (laughs) shit like y'all won y'all have been it's not weird no more i I brought this example up before like i said about living in columbus and going to school with ethiopians like in the beginning it was a little weird but like by the time you make it to high school fam it's like eh, whatever that's my nigga Muhammad for sure right, like it's the north side. North <laughs> yeah, niggas, the north yeah side. that pack they carried the guns this pack got the weed like you just know what the fuck is going on like and I, I i don't i don't 
again, now it just seems like we going to fuss because it took y'all so long to accept us and we're going to try and squeeze as much lemonade out of these joints as we can possibly get. <laughs> That's what I'll be get. feeling like too, yeah. It, it's weird. Like, for anybody listening to this podcast that might be trans, if you ever catch me staring at you in public at the grocery store or something, it's not because... I'm not staring because I think you're weird at all. I'm just fascinated by your swag. Like I just be literally looking at your swag. Like, huh, you really threw that together. Or you didn't. Yeah. Like, that yeah, would be decide? the only reason I'm staring at you. Like, oh. Yeah, how'd you decide? Yeah, you went with the Birkenstocks with the uh, <laughs> with the jean shorts, huh? Weird. Okay, whatever. But, in, oh, more news I want to talk to you about. Did you? Okay. <laughs> I know you didn't, but I'll ask you in podcast form. Did you catch any of the Winter Olympics? Um, I've seen like two scenes or so. I seen a black Damn. dude on a snowboard, and that was it. The Winter Olympics are stupid. I don't know why we still have. And no disrespect to any of the people that work really hard for to be on TV every four years. I'm not trying to sound disrespectful, but the Winter Olympics to me are just like is this? It's not something I turn the channel to. Let's just say I feel like I've never seen an audience. I think, I think, I've never seen one either. I think the TV was still on NBC from the Super Bowl mm. and the Olympics just happened to roll over two or three days later. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Turn on the TV, the Olympics were on. And we just so happened to catch some fucking like history making ass shit because my wife wouldn't let me turn it because the uh, figure skating was on. I was like, okay. I mean, figure skating is probably the one of the top two events of Winter Olympics. So if you're going to watch any of it, it might as well be the figure skating. So fuck it. We kept figure skating on. And apparently there was a 15 year old girl uh, contestant uh, athlete that uh, was participating in this year's winter Olympics after failing her drug test for performing Mm -hmm, performance mm -hmm, enhancing mm -hmm, drugs. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they still let her go out there and compete. And not only did they still let her go out there and compete, but she was one program away from winning gold. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, she went out there and did her last program and fell, what, four to six times? And literally the bottom fell out of her entire routine. And she went from about to pretty much get gold to not placing at all. Mm-hmm. And emotions were high. A lot of the girls felt like she had no business being on the ice, which obviously I feel that way. I'm sure you probably feel that way. Uh you know, it had to have been a, a shock and a scare for people that work really hard to go from like, this bitch is about to like keep me from placing and shouldn't even be out there. And then now she fell on her ass a bunch of times and now I'm about to get bronze. But how am I supposed to feel? Because the only reason why I'm getting it is because this bitch fucked up. Mm-hmm. But not only did she fuck up, she wasn't even supposed to be, she shouldn't even right. have been out there. Right. And then of course, you know, you got the Shikari thing coming back up again. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck was she not allowed to run, but she was allowed to skate? And then their fucking reasoning behind it was mental health. They were saying that because she's 15 and so young, they didn't want it to be a mental health issue, that she would work this hard and be not allowed to skate due to performance enhancing drugs. And it's really the coaches and parents that give it to her. And we wouldn't want her to be mental illnessly sad about not competing in the winter games. So we let her compete. And I was just so fucking thrown through a loop that this kind of shit can be happening like live on TV, right in front of us. And I had to stop my outrage for a minute to sit back in my chair and go, okay, you mad, but who can you even complain to? Right. Like, who do you complain to about the Olympics not being fair? Like the head Olympics committee, 
you telling me that they don't have a fucking horse in this race? Like, they're not going to be biased to who they want in and not in? You know, that's one of them organizations. They'll tell you something stupid like, oh, the Winter Olympics is a completely different organization from the, the summer, summer games. Yeah. We don't we don't have any cross-affiliation. It's like, we just use the same five the, rings, yeah, but it's different. <laughs> yeah, like if you actually look, the white and the green are interchangeable. Um, we have no affiliation with them at all. And it's like, bro... Who gives a shit? I almost feel like we should start treating racism like the first 48 fam. Like, we got to bring all of our evidence to the table in the first two days. And if not, then our case goes away. Like, <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, dog. Because like you say, on, on the surface, like, okay, athlete, PEDs, you don't get to play. How the fuck do we get any other equation in the same goddamn, uh, span, in the same season of Olympics, for real, for real? And it's like, what, what, what other... What other things should I believe, fam? Like, and I honestly, it's exhausting, fam. I kind of been thinking about all that shit lately too. Like, as far as this, the the place that we live, like not just Arizona, the country that we live at, like all all this country, like part. I don't even like want to say just for us, but all they do is take, bro. Like, they, there's yeah. nothing that we get from um, being residents of the United States, dog. Like, particularly the conversation that we was talking about was taxes. Like, so wait, let me get this fucking straight. (laughs) You mean to tell me, I got to tell you motherfuckers, I got the job so I can fill out some papers for y'all, for y'all to send me some shit back at the end of the year to say, hey, how much did we, how much did you pay us? Oh, shit, fam. You paid us a little too much, man. We just going to give it back. (laughs) Like, dog, you had all this paperwork, G, like, you probably didn't have to ask me for a goddamn thing. And then, like, if you think about the amount of times that one single dollar gets taxed, fam, it's fucking ridiculous. They tax it before they give it to you. They tax mm-hmm. it when you spend it. They mm-hmm. tax that business for having it. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna physically hand that same dollar bill out to another person where the cycle is going to continue all over yeah. again. Like, it's, it's a very nasty. This country could be gazillionaires, but instead we're a little China. Deficit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the country's on layaway, bro. Like I had, I wrote down a whole layaway topic to talk about this week, and I don't think we're going to get to. But nah. I don't know if you want to talk layaway or not. I got layaway and cheating. Both of I these things of, are equal. Let's simple. go to layaway, fam. Because I thought about layaway like two weeks ago, fam. I wondered if it was still a thing. Like if you could go in JC Penny and take your cart full of shit back there and be like, "Here's a dub." I'm gonna be back every two weeks with the dub. I'm here to tell until you until it's paid. Layerway, layerway is still alive and well. I'm here to tell you because me and my wife and my daughter, we were out and about spending family time in the mall the other day, and we were going by the jewelry kiosk because my wife wanted to replace one of her broken uh, gold chains. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I've been in the market for a bracelet for what feels like the better part forever. of six years yeah, now. Forever. But every time I find one, I'm like, I'm not paying $1,600 for that. I feel you, fam. Gold is you. fucking ridiculous right now. But while we was looking at the kiosk and eyeballing jewelry, I noticed that they had a layaway plan. And I was like, huh, layaway. <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen Layerway. It's good to see you, Layerway. I gave him a little pound on the glass. And then I thought about it, and I really kind of started thinking about, like, what Layerway is. <laughs> like, you pay them a down payment to say you're going to hold the items for me. At that while price. I continue I to pay on price. them. At that price. While I continue to pay them until it's paid off, and then you'll give it to me. And th- just the idea... That this was such a popular thing in the 80s to 90s -hmm. that now my mind goes, how bad are we with money to where I can't just save it myself? Like, I can't just trust myself enough to say this $50, this paycheck 
it's for my dookie robe. <laughs> like, Fam. why I can't put the money to the side myself? And I don't, like, I don't even so know if you game. I don't even know if you game. Pimpin' ain't dead. It just moved to the website, fam. Have you heard for of sure. Afterpay? Afterpay? What's that? Oh, Afterpay? see, you don't know. You don't know. That sounds they like get, uh that sounds like what's that shit uh home shopping network. Fam, there I mean basically there's there are like several different things out here like that now to where if you go to like online and you go to check out somewhere, it might got a different name in different places, but you can pay that way, fam, where it's basically <laughs> like they I mean they basically check your credit, but like if it's some eighty dollars, you can get it today and just make four payments of twenty dollars. Over the next few, and the, yeah, fam, they running it, and there's people out here running it up like that. G, it's, it's online layaway, bro. Like it's, it ain't dead. It just moved to the website, bro. And like, I can't necessarily be mad at you, but like that goes back to the conversation that we had, you know, just as men and not knowing the um things that are afforded to us as far as when it comes to like credit. I think the conversation that we was having was like food stamps and shit. But like, fam, if I don't got sixteen hundred dollars to get the gold bracelet, then I guess I just ain't supposed to have a bracelet. Like, that's the same, but that's what it means to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's damn, what it bro, means. I, if if I'm I not can't a save status yet, yeah, if I can't save the sixteen hundred dollars to get the bracelet that I want, I just am not supposed to have that bracelet, and it's valid. just hard for this is for hard, I this think is for niggas. doper niggas. Yeah, this bracelet is for doper niggas, for, and maybe for you know, maybe I don't know if you like me, but like you know, you might got into some early credit trouble. Like you don't be wanting to fuck that up again once you learn that lesson, and you don't be wanting to fuck with shit like that because it's addicting, fam. It's just like anything else. Like oh, you mean I can get this now? You can fuck around and forget about that shit, dog. And who has time for that? Early early credit tr- trouble is the it's the worst and the dopest at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Because. I'm trying to figure out who didn't have a Lazarus credit card as soon as they turned 18. Like, I remember turn immediately turning 18, Macy's getting a Lazarus sure. fucking getting a Lazarus credit card with a $200 limit and maxing that bitch out like them clothes was free. Like, bro, do you know how much platinum Fubu I put on that card? Like, do you know how many oversized jeans I bought for local rap concerts that me and my cousins were going to perform at? Like. I didn't need Fat Albert on my back pockets that badly to where I was going to run in there and spend that much money on jeans, knowing I didn't have the money to pay for it. That shit is insane thinking about it now. I mean, but that, that's 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 America though, and like that goes to show you like the 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 things that they come up with to put Americans in positions of in bad positions. You know what I'm saying? Versus. Fam, why don't you just lower the price on the goddamn products? <laughs> so regular fucking people can buy it, dog. Why do I got to lay this shit away for six months and then come back to Kmart at, after fucking Thanksgiving so I can pick up my fucking bin of toys for my babies like mm-hmm. that I've been paying on since June? Like, I don't, I don't want to have to do that. Why can't you just lower the prices? But like, don't 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 get me uh, turning into preach around this motherfucker. You know, the scariest thing to me now is about seeing layaway, though. It's like I saw layaway at a jewelry kiosk in the mall. Mm-hmm. And now if I was just trying to be funny or if I just said fuck it and looked over both of my shoulders and put the shit on layaway anyway and hoping nobody saw me making a poor financial decision, <laughs> these days I'm more scared not that I'm going to slip up on the payments and lose out on something. I'm more scared that this whole mall might close before I pay this shit off. True, like, true indeed. We in the post-COVID era, like, and I'm not saying that the, the, the bracelet is that expensive to where it wouldn't take me under six months or so to pay it right. off. But I don't know for a fact that this mall is going to be here in six months. Nah, like, I feel that. What y'all going to do with my layerway items once this man, bitch close up? Man, what? And I struggled taking two pills a fucking day at two different times, goddammit, let alone going back to the mall once every month to pay on my fucking bracelet. Fam, speaking of pills, we, and we're going to close this show right up right here, bro, <laughs> because you're the best podcast of all time. 
I finally went ahead and broke down and did what you suggested me to do 18 episodes ago, bro. I finally went ahead on Amazon and I ordered myself some daily men's vitamins. Hey, look when at that. you say like, hey, bro, did, yeah. just get you some fucking vitamins. You might mm-hmm. not be tired all the time. You're probably not eating right. And you could supplement some of those vitamins and minerals you're not getting with right. a one-a-day pill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do, being a good podcaster, I agree with you and said that was a good idea. But as soon as we stopped recording, I was like, I'm not right. order those. <laughs> Mics are off. <laughs> <laughs> Mics are off. I'm never doing that, bro. I'm not a fucking old man. I'm not going to take an old man vitamin every day. Well, how, what kind of old man you think I am? Well, I finally broke down. And I got me some one a days from Amazon. So that way I wouldn't have to be so embarrassed to check out with them at the actual counter and see somebody right. see me caring about my health. I would never want anybody no. to like catch you me in real life caring about my you health. You don't ever have to go to GNC. No. So I went, they showed up on Saturday, uh, my one a days. And my question to you, Wes, as somebody that's been taking vitamins already and kind of knows about this. Uh, by the time y'all listen to this, it'll be Tuesday the 22nd. I got the vitamins on Saturday. How many vitamins do I have to take before my doctor's appointment on Tuesday and he'll tell me I'm fine? <laughs> How many of these do I need to take in rapid succession before the doctor be like, I'm looking at your paperwork and you look amazing, sir. I'm How many can I take in a day? I know it says don't exceed one a day, but I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to say, pretty sure the bottle recommends one a day, Um, but on a real nigga scale, if I had to, you know, scale it out, uh, carry to one, four. If you do four, (laughs) I I think he's going to give you a good bill of health. I like... I do have an actual doctor's appointment coming up tomorrow, and I going to be a great story time for, next week. I can't. Am I haven't seen a doctor for a checkup in at least. Does when you're getting a job and they make you take a physical count? Nah. So the last time I've seen a doctor, because you don't, probably, you don't even care about your health for that when you go for no, that. You're just like, hey man, give them what they need to get so I can get this job. It's been the better part of five years because I know we went and got a checkup before we we went on a cruise one time. Oh well. So it's been a good five years or so since I've been to see a doctor for a checkup. But I struggle with when I go to see the doctor, especially when I'm not under the immediate supervision of my wife, right? Because usually she's there with me Mm -hmm. and she speaks for me at the doctor to let the doctor know what we're there for, what our concerns are and all of that. But I'm going straight from work by myself and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to lie to the doctor or not. Like, am I going to lie and say everything's fine or am I going to tell him what's wrong? No. And this is how you make your wife feel better. Free game. Tell your wife to text you her concerns to go over with the doctor. That's perfect. Tell her to send me with a list, and then that way I can tell the doctor. My wife said to tell you this. Absolutely, because the one you know after I had my situation, I was I, I, I I'm not even gonna tell the whole story because it's fucking stupid. But like after I had to go get my follow up appointment with my primary care physician, my wife went with my wife went with me because why the fuck would she not? Right. Yeah, I mean, but then we went in the building. Like I went in, you know, they you know they checking your temperature, doing all type of shit, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm look I'm looking for the desk to go check in, but then they like not fucking with my wife, but they like, like got got my wife held up, and they like. Oh uh, yeah, we only uh currently letting uh the, the patients in. They they're not allowed no guests. And I turned I said, fam, 
this is my wife and she's going with me. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know who else needs to hear this shit, dog. But like, he was like, oh, well, I, I can't even bring my wife. And I was like, that sucks for you. Sorry to Mine's- hear that, bro. But if you want to put, <laughs> you want to put that stethoscope up against my chest, you want to yeah. hold that door open. Yeah. Like, fuck out of here. I don't care what they do to you, bro. Like me, mine's is going with me or somebody, somebody's physically going to have to tell me that she can't come with me and not you. So like, back up and I'll deal with y'all later but like no nah, my wife gotta go with me fam because she got concerns like I got concerns and I need her I need a professional to answer her concerns because I'm not the I don't want to say I'm not the greatest listener but like I'm gonna get it how I'm gonna get it and I might not be able to spit it back the proper way so I'd much rather right, her be, able to be there to hear thing. it for herself yeah I'm really bad at that I like the idea of going to the do- the doctor and displaying fully ultimate honesty like yeah, I like the idea of going in there and having your wife like trailing behind you and then the doctor or nurse trying to say, hey, uh, we're going to need you to wait there in the lobby. And then like you completely full on loudly bursting out, making a scene. Wait a minute. She has to come back here with me because I'm scared because I'm, I'm a small child the doctor. If I go back here alone, my heart rate's going to be accelerated, and then y'all are going to try to keep me, and I'm scared of the doctors, so she has to come and speak for me so yeah. she can lie to y'all about all the shit that I wrote down <laughs> that's concerning to me, but not concerning enough to tell a doctor about because I am way too scared that something's actually wrong under the hood. Right? And that's basically what I told the security guard at the front fucking desk, fam. And I was like, the nurse is going to have to tell me she can't come. And then when they called my name, she just got up with me. And they were like, hey, how are you guys? And we were like, we're great. Yep. And walk right in. Walked right on in. No issues. Got to walk right in. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all checking us out each and every Tuesday. Hey, man, uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Fuck it. Why not? Right? I mean, it's not going to hurt nothing. It ain't like you suggesting a new show to them that ain't going to be good in two or three seasons. My name is Kat. You can check our extra content out. Uh, on YouTube uh, before we shut it down. Uh, I don't, <laughs> do we leave it up or do we shut it down just inactive? Um, uh, maybe we'll do like a mass delete rebrand. You know how they, the kids do. Oh, it's on um, you. I'm done. I have nothing uh, else to say. That's all right. It's your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner. Heal DNA at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, dude. Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems, man. And uh, y'all pray for me. I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. <laughs> I'm very scared. <laughs> for sure. Rule number one, uh, you already know. Tell a friend and tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that um, just lay away the money, okay? I feel like lay away <laughs> might now I be think that's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, but we'll, we'll make it sound good for them. So lay away the money. And then uh, two, all business ain't good business. So mind your business. I think that's our new business venture. Lay away the money, Incorporated. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dipped.